0: The latest edition of Yoga Benito Football Social. Um, I think it's safe to call it an Afcon special, isn't it, Will? Is that right to call it that? Yeah, we're, we're, we're fully endorsed. We're really kind of enjoying. Uh, we enjoyed the kind of pre-tournament vibes last week, and unfortunately, Will, you weren't able to, to make it with us. But it's uh, it's me and you tonight. Um, sai's taking a taking a breather. Work is taking its toll. Um, so you and I uh, are going to get into the opening day. From uh, Sunday's activities, we're recording tonight on Monday. We've had some games uh, that we've caught a bit of, um, but uh, but uh, Will and I spent a bit of uh, of Sunday getting to grips with uh, with the opening games of Cameroon versus Burkina Faso and Ethiopia versus Cape Verde, which is what we're going to talk mainly, and then we're going to get a bit excited about one or two of the fixtures that are coming up uh, during the week. Um, Will, how are you, mate? How's tricks and uh, how's how's the Afcon vibes?
1: Yeah uh i'm i'm not bad did manage to lose my wallet today so if anybody finds that please do uh get in touch um <laughs> very very wishful there. but via um, by, by JB yeah yeah please <laughs> but um oh man in terms of AFCON just absolutely loving it I was laying in bed last night and I could still hear the Vuvuzelas just ringing and I just thought what a wonderful wonderful tournament I really enjoyed the um the first two games they especially the Cameroon Burkina Faso we'll get into that but really enjoyed that as an opener.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Um yeah, a bit a bit the same really. Um it was really nice. So there's some really been really good uh, like montages put together by by numerous kind of journalists, reporters of of coverage. Um I was saying I don't know, maybe I was saying to Sai last week, but like African football is it was only when like watching 94 Nigeria side and watching players like Kani and stuff, like who came came later obviously, but those guys like played with like just the, just the musicality and the passion and the fun, like the, the, the word fun Mm. and how they like, it was the first time I'd watched, watch teams play the, like where outrageous fun was like an integral part of their game. I'm I'm watching the pre like tournament coverage. I'm like, yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like they take it seriously. And I, and I think one of the nice things to, to, to maybe talk about and, and, and hark back to during this pod is is how central the African players are to their club teams now. Like so, I like when when you think about when we, you know some of the players that we'll talk about over the next couple of weeks. Like they're not per- peripherals; they're they're seminal and they're central. And and yet it's like. Like you said, Vuvuzelas, like dancing, color, like just just awesome vibes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I really really yeah. Color, it.
1: color is such a good point. Kids yeah. are just. I, I it you as soon as you turn it on. You know you're watching the African Cup of Nations in like such a glorious way. It just feels like a real, it's it's unrivaled as a tournament. And like I've seen a lot of journalists kind of saying like, "Oh, the chaos! I can't wait for the chaos to start." And yeah, it always a little, it always is a little bit chaotic, but in a kind of um, just a joyous way. And I think the football was almost like unhinged at times, which was um, just in, in a yeah, as a fan, what more could you want?
0: No, for sure, for sure. Let's um, let let's get into the opening game. Uh, Cameroon hosts of uh, of the tournament. Um, uh, uh played host to Burkina Faso. Um, talking of kits, I, I loved the uh, Burkina Faso's goalkeeper Herve Coffey's uh, kit. I that was a sick goalkeeper kit. Um, and and I think we'll probably give a bit of love to to both keepers. Their distribution throughout the, throughout the match was serious um uh Coffey's half like half volleyed balls out to Traore um were, were, were lovely and Anana was so quick to like to instigate uh like either counters and, and plays
1: yeah we were talking during the game weren't we and we sort of said about how the keepers speed of thought with their distribution Seemed to be the driving force, I think, with the pace of the game, and it was. um, Yeah, it it did slow down at points, especially in the second half. Um, but in that first half, in particular, it had this kind of frantic, anything could happen at any minute pace to it, and a large proportion of that was down to the keepers and how not only quick but also accurate like you said there and creative in in what they were doing and i love the the confidence in it as well it was just like i'm playing this ball it wasn't any kind of second guessing yeah. at any time none of that cagey oh it's yeah. an opening game don't lose your, your opener that is like none of that at all yeah
0: yeah you, you sort of like you hit the nail on the head man uh like you know, we've just watched the Euros, which which was a joy. We absolutely loved it. It had fans there. We were able to to rejoice in in, in an England team that that really did often play with verve, and yet underpinning many of the teams, it was like don't don't lose, you know, yeah. don't lose whatever you do. And these guys are like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna go. I, I don't know about you. Um, I was really impressed with you know any tournament. Is the best thing about it is who's that guy? I don't know him. Like, yeah. And so um, I, I really enjoyed uh, number three, N- N- Ngamelu, or Ngamelu, who plays for young boys for, for Cameroon, uh, Nicholas Ngamelu, um, hairing up and down that right-hand side. Um, yeah. oh, I, one of the, uh, I, I think I've been saying to you, I've been listening to a lot of Spaces events. I think we're, we're going to look to do one ourselves soon. But I listened to one uh, pre-tournament, and there was a Cameroonian journalist and she was talking about uh, Vincent Abubakar and Roger Miller and Samuel Eto'o. And there is this tradition in the Cameroonian national team to do with the striker, the, 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 the seminal kind of number 10 striker. And what happens is this kind of ceremonial staff is passed from one great striker to another great striker. And is has to be observed by another great striker. So Roger Miller passed this staff on to Vincent Abubakar and Samuel Leto was present. And I was like, that Whoa. is so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I love that. So I've been itching to get that into the pod since, um, since hearing it. I was
1: like, I just love, love that vibe. Who would the English equivalent be for that? i just trying to think. Like, I suppose you've got like well, Lineker passing to Kane with Shearer present. Yeah, that'd probably be it. Something like that, but it wouldn't be a staff. It'd be like a, a pint a, of bitter. Um, like a a
0: tankard. Yeah, a tankard of warm warm, warm mouldy bitter. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, a pint Fling of, fox, of fox. Um
0: awesome. I, I must say, I I, I thought Bikina Fasa um yeah you uh know, Cameroon kind of lined up with 4141 um and and all of these are variations as the game moves on and uh, Burkina Faso kind of 4231 um I I was very impressed with Burkina Faso initially I thought um uh, the the midfielders uh, Sangare and uh, and and both really impressed me Sangare specifically uh, again player like not massively familiar with um but really enjoyed um actually their midfield unit or always receiving on the half turn. I don't know if you it was kind of something that 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 I I noticed, but uh, and you noticed. But uh, I really enjoyed that kind of allowed taps over the forward and Traore, who who played a lot higher at the pitch. Bertrand Traore too, to be, mm-hmm. try and be quite effective against um, Cameroon's
1: back four. Yeah, definitely. I think um, they. They played in a way that were, it sounds really cliche, but on the front foot, and I think on the, on the half turn mm-hmm. like that, you know, just signified their intent yeah. to get forward, to look to progress the ball as quickly as possible. Like you say, very often look for Traore. He did seem like he was um, sort of focal point for them. at taps over, I thought, mate, he just seemed to struggle a little bit. I think the Cameroon defence actually had a really good game. Um, and mm. they did a pretty good job on him Um, and it left Traore probably with like (sighs) he seemed to have a bit of a free roll didn't he he was cropping up I mean often on the left but you you saw him I don't know if it was because he was on set pieces and he was so around the pitch a lot because of that Um, but I felt like he just often found himself in positions where it was just missing that final man. And I don't think Tapsober is necessarily devoid of quality for that. In any sense, I, mean, I haven't seen loads of him. But just from what I saw yesterday, just that the, the defence handled him really well. I also think it's important to mention the what happened before the game. And obviously, Bikin Faso had, was it nine players that were missing? Seven players, I saw nine players mentioned. Um,
0: well, we didn't see Tapsober of, of Leverkusen, who, uh, who would have been... Kind of a, a shoe in for, for centre back. Um, I don't know if you caught it, Will, at the at the, uh, the, the very start of the game. Um, and I, I can't 100% remember who it was. But there was, um, I think it might have been Yago, Steve Yago of uh, Burkina Faso. But um, he committed a foul. And, and I swear my life, it should have been a straight red. It was within the first, it made me, it was the first like three minutes of the game, it made me think of uh, of the Sadio Mane uh, yeah. tackle the, the other
1: week. Um, but I, I did you see it? Do you know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was just like, whoa, it's one of those like without being, he got a yellow for it, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And it felt, it felt like, um, one of those like, I'm going to sound super cliche here. It felt like a bit of an orange. Like, maybe if that's later in the game, like, someone else has gone on about orange cards. Yeah, I they think, don't exist, you know, Will. Yeah, I know. I feel a bit like dirty saying it, but, um, I, I can kind of like I do understand sometimes like and it, maybe it was like imagine how pent up they were coming out home fans like start the tournament and it did have that energy into it as well just like no yeah yeah okay just hold it back hold it back a little bit <laughs> oh too late and then yeah could have too late you yeah too late um but uh, I don't know I I think I'm I'm glad he didn't go off because it was it was a really fun game and I'm glad that um both. Both teams had 11 men. I was one player that I was really looking forward to seeing. I don't know about you, but I felt like he never quite started, uh, never quite got going in terms of what he seems capable of as Toko Akambe. Yeah. I yeah, feel yeah, like, yeah. sure. Hopefully, oh. there's more d- of Cameroon. Yeah. yeah and um, yeah, he's still of Leon, isn't he? Um, he's, he's had a really good uh, season um, and. I feel like there's more to come from him. Like there was a lot of hype around him coming into the tournament and it felt like, like you said with, um, Ngomelu, like he, that was their danger side. Um, Tolo yeah. actually. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, um, talked about Tolo to you, the left back. Um, of Seattle Sounders, I think he had a really yes. good game. I like, just didn't do anything yeah, did. wrong. I think um, four out of four successful dribbles. Like that's, that's really good. Um, they've got him on foot mob. Yeah. I don't know loads about him. I'll be honest, but they've got him on FootMob as a center back. Um, so whether he plays there for Seattle Sounders, like he looked like physical statue, okay. definitely could do that. Um, and he was good in the air as well. I thought, and he, but he did kind of keep things solid. And whether that was that, okay, they've got Traore on the right-hand side. Let's try and keep things... Let's keep that side tight and then we'll attack down the right, I wonder. But I think we've got to get on to uh, the main man, Mr. Shoot on site. Uh, what, what, Abubakar? Yeah, please.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, to, you know, to to cover um, Burkina to go one nil up with, uh, with, a, with a decent header... Um, after kind of poor clearance um, from uh, from Anana and kind of c- couldn't, didn't really um, address the the pressure.
1: The oh man, it was Sangare's body control to like it was mm. matrix-esque to like he realised that the centre half was not getting to that header. An amazing cross from Torre, and he just yeah he jumped so high that he then had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just move his left foot and uh, just perfectly cushion the ball into the net. It was yeah, and use all the pace of the cross. It, yeah, it was such a such an exciting goal.
0: Yeah, I don't. I've literally, if you look at my notes, I've written Sangari header. It wasn't a header at all.
1: Yeah, sorry. No. Like, do do apologise. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a great. It was a like the amount of times that can go horribly wrong and just like miss time. And if you miss time that, it literally just goes past your entire body and you look
1: look a bit of a fool. Yeah. It was a, it's a great, great piece of uh, like, like you said, that classic um, Trinity in the matrix where she's up in the air about to do the crane kick and the camera like moves around her. That's what I expected just as he was <laughs> about to hit the ball. It felt like the camera could kind of bullet time, like move around him. It was just like martial arts esque
0: nice like
1: it um yeah let's get on to
0: uh the first penalty which was a a var check uh treore uh body check in anguisa um i see (laughs) if i'm honest i missed it i was just you know watching like okay yeah yeah you know play on and when you
1: see it like yeah he just totally wiped out i don't know what i was thinking (laughs) like have some awareness i don't know why that's a forward in the box isn't it um yeah definite penalty so clumsy
0: yeah. Um and then that Iceman, you know, the Iceman comer. um I I I love it when you watch a forward take a penalty and you just know that they're really confident in their technique and uh, and him watching uh a Coffee like essentially both times, you know, just letting Coffee take that move before he slots it the other side. His eyes. both pens.
1: Yeah, just yeah, yeah yeah, yeah on the yeah. goalkeeper like didn't even look at the yeah. ball just like oh, I'm watching you what are you gonna do and, about it
0: and I think um uh, I remember listening to a galazzo uh and it wasn't about beppe signori but I think they got onto him and James Richardson was saying you know beppe Signori had the the, the famous kind of two-step penalty yeah. or, or even like a one step and he said you literally just look at the the, the he used to just look at the goalkeeper's knees like just look and, and the moment those knees went and and when you saw Abubakar's eye you're like he's not even looking at the ball like he's just watching where that keeper goes and he and he didn't even it like he literally hit it what a foot the other side of the keeper yeah
1: but with utter calmness like you said Iceman just like this is I I only have to put it this far away from you because you've already gone I've already won this game of poker and the Mm -hmm. I think like you know a lot gets made of the Jorginho and the Bruno Fernandes like hop skip jump um but obviously if they when they do that they're jumping to give themselves the time of right the keeper's gone now as i come down i'm going to adjust and put the ball in the opposite direction so what are people cars doing yeah. is like gutsier and harder and less time and he did it both penalties just with such yeah. calmness composure coolness yeah it was just a bad man
0: yeah yeah um yeah second one and they were and they were both definite pens as well weren't they i don't think we can um like i i think uh the the left back gave away the second one didn't they
1: yeah i got a little bit excited with the um second one um because i thought that it had i thought it had gone in um i can't remember who it was he was fouled now um it wasn't tollo was it um i
0: uh, do you know? What? I can't remember. I know for uh, I was um, I know uh, Patrick Mello gave gave it away. I can't think he was taken out for it. Yeah, um, yeah. Didn't get didn't get that one down. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely a um, a pen and and kind of nicely poised at half time uh, for for Cameroon to kind of be be ahead. Um, and second half, like I don't think it disappointed. I, I still felt it was like a good um, kind of it was you know I actually thought for periods of the second half, Burkina Faso, uh, Faso kind of not dominated, but, but certainly, again, I was impressed with their midfield. Um, you know, I, uh, like we were saying, you know, you almost don't want to lose your matches, but Burkina Faso are going to come up against Ethiopia and Cape Verde. And, and uh, you know, having watched those guys as well, I, I think they've maybe got enough to beat those guys. In fact, I, I think they got more than enough to beat them um, because I don't think Cameroon were out of it or,
1: Hopefully with nice. players coming back as well. Um, yeah. you know, there was the the Troyore uh sort of long range free kick, um which yes. ended up I he think hit it up
0: beautifully. Yeah,
1: he did. And it on first watch I thought, oh now you should be catching that and then you saw how much it moved on the reverse angle and you just thought that yeah. must be terrifying to yeah. face a shot like that. Um yeah. and then you had the oh, like goal mouth uh i think it was still i've watched it about four times i still can't see it was either onana or one of the cameroonian defenders who it hit on the chest um from like point i think onana blocks it is it onana yeah right okay yeah yeah yeah. whoever it was unbelievable save um because that that deserved to be a goal and i think a draw Mm -hmm. you know you'd probably say cameroon did enough but at the same time a draw would not have been like a completely crazy result at all for that game. No. Um, so no,
0: yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. And I, th- I think they. Um, and also. Go on. I, I was just gonna say Cameroon's uh, offside. You know, they the really nice counter-attacking move, yeah. uh, which is ruled offside as well. Like they, um, I, I think they start to show a, a bit of a bit of flex, um, Cameroon towards towards the end of it. Uh, and maybe you know I I don't know if they're going to be as strong as um as the other kind of more uh, as the other big hitters in the tournament, but but I do think they showed a fair amount of okay they they're gonna they've got enough problem they've they've got they've got players that are going to cause other teams problems and they mm. they they've clearly got quite a uh, a good kind of system of, of play in, in place. Um and players like Zambo and Grisa Bubakar, uh, Akambe, kind of yeah, really came came to into their own a bit.
1: Yeah, and I think uh you made the point as we were watching the game as well, having players like Clinton and G and Eric uh Maxim Trooper Moting, like that's yeah. that's that was almost one of the differences um between the yeah. teams and obviously yeah. Burkina Faso a bit stretched with their uh, squad depth but Having players of that quality to come on was a a big, big difference between the sides. And I didn't feel like any of the Burkina Faso subs were really able to influence the game. And they definitely lost something when Chororay went off for about the last 10 minutes, I think. Um, Yes, yeah, that's right. Whereas, um, yeah, you you know, you've got players... I think
0: NJ set up the, the counter that was ruled offside yeah. I think he was the one who, who put the ball in showed so, nice yeah, like fresh effective. pace
1: and you know just experience as well yeah. like European like quality
0: yeah for sure for sure um, should we uh, should we dip into the, the second match the of uh, of group let's do it let's do it uh, group A uh, Ethiopia Cape Verde uh, go into the kits again I love the colour of Cape Verde's
1: yeah that blue like a um, Van Gogh's starry night blue
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, totally was, totally was. Um, Yeah, really uh, like um, fun, fun game. Uh, uh, Cape Verde kind of dominated on the basis of um, uh, the 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 red card that uh, Yared Bay received, and and we were saying it kind of it did skew the match. Um, It was very early on. It was um, a yellow card initially, and then it was upgraded to a red um and I, 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 as i was watching it i don't know if um i i think i remember texting you and i still don't know but it was a foul outside the box it was given as a yellow and i don't know if they took the free kick and then i'm looking over and they were i don't know if a goal was scored and then they went back and checked VAR. i really I, I i was quite confused about it because it seemed as though it was a quite a delayed a delayed action um but yeah, what were your what were your opening thoughts of of both teams? Having you know, I'll, I'll be honest, not not having seen much of of either um, Ethiopian players. I think predominantly they they play in in Africa, um, and and Cape Verde kind of similar. I, I really did like uh, Kenny Rocha Santos uh, of Cape Verde. I thought he had a really strong performance, and um, and their captain Stopira, which I also think is, uh, I can't remember that the the word which is says what it does where you're if your name is baker and you're a baker nominative determinism yep i think he was uh he was uh he was quite on point for that yeah but those those are two players that, that stuck out for me uh
1: what about you yeah um i think both of those had a really good game i thought uh um russia santos uh, i did say to you uh, every time i had kenny russia i did think of kenny rogers which <laughs> just made me laugh a little bit but he was roasting people um and i i yeah. did like um the uh tavares i thought had a good game up top uh looked lively yeah uh, the front yeah. three actually i thought montero was pretty exciting and rodriguez i mean oh his volley back across for the assist was a thing of beauty yeah tavares attacked yeah it really, it really nicely. Was. they made that goal look easier than it actually was i think um, I thought um, Jeffrey Fortes was oh, yeah, yeah. quite good on the right-hand side of the uh, midfield. Um, I thought, yeah, he was exciting. And I quite liked, um, for Ethiopia, I thought Yohunas, Um In the middle? Yeah, I thought he had quite in a solid mid- game. Yeah. And I think it, in a in a game where game plan had to be completely adjusted, he still did sort of everything quite calmly, quite nicely. And at times, especially in the first half or up until the goal, certainly, it felt like, if it, eye test-wise, they didn't seem like a man down. I thought they coped with it really well, considering. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like I thought that was, um,
0: you know, shots 7 to 11 in uh, in favour of uh, Cape Verde, 57% Cape Verde. But, uh, um, yeah, throughout it all. And, and I think, I, I don't know when when I spoke about this, but, and it, it's a great thing, but, you know, the difference between, even Cape Verde's, like, if you think of their forward line, I think Montero plays, uh, he's in USA for Philadelphia Union, uh, Tavares plays for Al Fasai, and Rodriguez plays for Olympiacos, when when you compare those guys roger uh kenny rogers, that's of them, kenny rogers. <laughs> sorry um uh, kenny russia standoff plays uh, for ostender yeah the Osten, belgian side yeah the, the belgian side like good pedigree there like ethiopia's team players mainly play i from what i can see either in in ethiopia or in like in in equivalent african leagues. so there's a there's a huge difference in you know in, in professionalism and competitiveness and yet um the brilliant thing about like international football is that it kind of like it drives this like internal motivator to like eleven in the words of Spinal Tap, and then just <laughs> you you have like you have essentially what is a really really tight and thrilling game um, where where they you know they weren't out of it they probably they they probably won't progress like I said they've they've got Burkina Faso to play and um and, and Cameroon but I'd I'd be interested. To see, uh, to see kind of the, the the fallout and the progression of their players because I thought they I thought they played right. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: uh, I might come back to regret this. I don't think I will. Um, based on what I saw, they shouldn't be pushovers. Like they're going to give both of those teams a, a good game. Um, and so yeah. that's you know actually on the face of it, didn't know much about either of these teams. Watching it now, I'm thinking that group all round is kind of even. Um, probably mm. probably will go to form, but nowhere near as uh easily as you would have expected going into it and that's the beautiful no, thing sure, at this tournament sure. like just you know unearthing some some really exciting talent and watching teams and players that you just don't know and uh yeah being pl- so pleasantly surprised by them
0: yeah for sure for sure um we we had a uh a slew of games today um i, I caught a bit of morocco ghana and i'm i must say uh, i know you're in um in, in like traveling back at the time um Ghana were deeply unimpressive, uh, and and I think um, I think they've got the uh, I can't think the the guy from Ajax Coolers, uh, I can't think how to pronounce his name, but he's he's apparently come, uh, joining midway through next week. Um, but Jordan Ayu and Andre Ayew uh, leave a lot to be desired in my in my opinion. I I don't think you, know, you think of Ghanaian strikers of previous um that that they, they don't they don't measure up
1: well is finding himself increasingly out of that palace front three isn't he yeah,
0: yeah and and i'd say you know actually we, we we're talking off air uh, about certain players that that you're not quite sure of what profile they are i don't really know what jordan i u is and and uh and I guess you can sometimes just kind of scatter this player sometimes he plays as a 2 sometimes he plays wide in a 3 sometimes he's central he hasn't really kind of specialized in in any of those positions uh parte you know was was okay um and, and on the flip side morocco sofyan Bafal, i thought he played really well um hakimi had some uh, kind of good attacks down the uh, down the right however watching it i i was thinking I got a feeling that not having um, that that wonderful wonderful player Siesh inside is is going to be the downfall of Morocco um, because they I think they with a bit more trickery up top they they could have probably put Ghana to the sword a bit.
1: Yeah, it looks just looking at their starting eleven, it does look like they. You've got Bufal obviously, on the, played on the left-hand side today. I always thought it was a little bit underrated. I mm. always quite liked him for Southampton. Um, I don't know, he did yeah. wonderful things in the league. before. Yeah, me there. too. Um, always yeah. seemed to watch him against United, obviously, a lot. He always caused United defender problems. Um, and you just look at the rest of that front line and you just think, yeah, it's lacking a little bit. And like you say, Ziyech there, if you could balance that attack a little bit more, that's, that's much scarier. They do have um, yeah uh, El Nesri, don't they? Um, yes, they do. So yeah, they do. I'm assuming he was injured today because he didn't play.
0: Um, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the the obviously of players coming, on, uh, but...
1: coming through multiple uh, COVID protocols and uh, injury statuses and stuff off their league. So I hopefully if they've got a Nesri then that could be someone that does add that kind of quality and goal getting ability to their uh, to their front line.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Kudus is the uh, Mohammed Kudos is the the Ajax player who's trying to who's trying to think of, but yeah. Um, I think almost Ghana kind of perhaps searching for their next um their next forward to, to, to replace the likes of a I know um the young lad at Rome who's only seventeen, Roma, sorry, who's who's just coming through the ranks. They've got there's high hopes for him but but that would be a a big big step up. But yeah, um, and and Senegal beating uh, Zimbabwe one nil, uh, Mane scoring a a late late goal. But they did look good for the win, uh, Senegal. They they looked pretty pretty fluid in attack, and um, uh, uh Baldé stuck out for me uh, like a really nice supporting role behind uh, in and around Mane. And I did think having Czech Yate and Edou Gay in midfield is like it is a bit lock the door. Um, you're not getting through. I think that's a pretty that's a pretty tough defensive unit, I'd say.
1: Yeah, I mean, he has been. Cuyate's um, prior pretty much a centre back now, isn't he? Yes, for, he is for Palace. Yeah, so, yeah. um Yeah, that's yeah. a. I know he was a midfielder for for years, but that's a bit of a cheat code. And but the kind of yeah, thing that you bit. do see teams win tournaments on, being that. Yeah. Resilient, showing that just stubbornness. So yeah, mm. can't blame I'm that kind
0: of shield ball. in front. Definitely,
1: yeah. Um, uh, t- two games that I didn't, uh, I
0: didn't. I don't know if you you saw them. I don't think we did. But but Guinea uh, beat Malawi one nil uh, in in Group B. in with Senegal uh, and uh, Gabon beat uh, Comoros one uh, nil. And I'm I'm going to try and kind of follow Comoros. However, the 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 impressive thing um Karl had 66% possession five shots to uh, to Gabon 6 um so they they weren't without it doesn't appear that they they weren't without merit um and you know I said in the last pod I think they are an island of about 800,000 people uh so I the, the fact that they they're, they're here um I do think it perhaps make it a bit more difficult for Ghana you know they they're, they're now well, early days but they're bottom of the group um you know Gabon I've got to obviously play Morocco and Ghana, but but it's a big it's a big push for for Ghana from here. Um, I think the one things that we want to touch on, Will, is is the games that are, are coming up this week. So
1: yeah, sorry, can I just touch briefly on? Um, I said I said this in the chat, but just to sort of echo your thoughts there. I think, you know, we talk a lot about uh, at the minute, or there is a lot of talk in the minute uh, in the footballing world about tournaments going to biannual and you know we've had the expansion of the euros expansion of uh, of the african cup of nations and yes we know that that extra round of fixtures is to line the pockets of men that are already very rich however seeing a team like Comoros getting able to play tournament football and what that will mean for everyone i'm sure on that in in that country that's amazing absolutely it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing and i'm sure these players and fans will remember it for an awful long time so yeah well up for for that side of it
0: and and to be fair um you know teams that they they qualify uh, in the in the cup of nations you know they beat togo one nil they drew with egypt uh nil nil they drew with kenya they beat kenya at home um uh, yeah you know that there, there's there's significant like little moments in there along the way. So uh, and and no qualification. Well, no qualification process unless you're England uh, seems to be like or or maybe front, like you know qualification is difficult in most other parts of the world. Yeah. It just seems to be that um, it kind of gets a little bit diluted and forgotten in Europe because it always seems to be the the, the same old thing. That said. I almost feel that this uh, world cup qualification for 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 Europe was actually the first that had um, some sort of jeopardy uh, which we we're, we're going to see play out in the in the next month or so but um but yeah like all all power to them power to them good shout, man um yeah should we should we get excited about some of the games that are coming up this yeah, some because, crackers. Uh, go on.
1: There are some crackers coming Absolutely. up. So um just before we came on air, we started talking about the uh game tomorrow. So we will get to see not only the Super Eagles but muhammad Salah and Egypt. Uh they face off at four o'clock um in group D. The other games uh we will see Sudan. At seven o'clock, take on uh, Guinea Bissau. So, you've got Plymouth Fargale's own uh, panucci Kamara. Good luck to him. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, well, excited for that. Shout out to our and on their FA Cup endeavors as well and drawing Chelsea. Um, and Absolute. the holders Absolutely. at lunchtime as well. So, you've got Algeria and the star studded lineup taking on. Uh, I just, anytime I see Sierra Leone, I just think of Frank Ocean singing it, and I'm not going to. Uh, do anyone the yeah. ho- terrible disservice of trying to do that but yeah Sierra Leone Algeria so that could be fun
0: yeah I'm um I'm gonna follow uh Sierra Leone throughout i hopefully uh i'm really hoping that they can they can progress through uh, there's also a really uh, mainly because i i kind of love that stephen Colker is, is, is part of the, the the setup i think that's really nice and their uh, coach john Keister, uh, is uh, i think he was born in in manchester and had like quite a quite a legendary, uh, lower league, um, uh, career. And also the nice parallel, there's a, there's a nice, you know, if you are to be, uh, if, if you, if you're going to back Guinea Bissau because of, uh, camera, then, then it's nemesis or them and nemesis has to be Sierra Leone, um, because there's a Wiccan Wanderers player, um, uh, Sully Kai, Kai Kai, Kai, um, and, uh, you know, there's a, there's a fair rivalry between, between, uh, Oh, I think there is between Argyle and Wickham. One oh, definitely, two. yeah. All of uh, yeah, Argyle
1: yeah. fans hate Wickham. Absolutely hate yeah, Wickham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, previous playoff m- games. Managers are more Yeah, I cannot stand Gareth Ainsworth. Um, sorry, <laughs> just I can't. I, yeah. no, no, I, I
0: can't. The tightest of tight trousers. It's Just inappropriate. That's all. That's all I feel when you're doing like, what's the matter with you? Yeah, stop singing. Um, I, I, obviously. They have a huge task ahead of them with uh, with with Algerian Algerian front. Um, to have Slimani, Mares, Rama, benasser Fagouli, thats that's that's a really really serious team and and yeah they're, they're defending champions. I think uh, I'll be interested you know since we're on, will who are. Who are your favourites for the tourney? I uh, did back Algeria. He, he thinks they're going to go again. Um, I, I plumped for
1: Senegal. I do feel like Mohamed Salah is in a moment that it could be really, really tough to stop him. My, my heart will always say Nigeria. is such a soft spot for Nigeria. But I think without nice. um, men, I don't think they're going to be at full strength um so i'd love to say them but yeah i don't think they will um i do feel a little bit like there's a chance maybe um you could see cameroon like home nation can always have always have certain things go for them. I know they didn't look as, like we've already touched on the fact that they didn't look as impressive as maybe they could, but funny things happen with Home Nations and Abubakar's hit the ground running and looks like a player that if someone mm. was to put money on him for top scorer, like that would already look a smart bet. And then you can't, Right, I've named about eight teams just to cheat this, um, but yeah, <laughs> but also Ivory Coast. You look at their names, and you have to say that yeah. surely there's there's a chance there for them as well. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: that's a fair shout. Um, so that's Ivory Coast, Egypt.
1: Yeah, so Nigeria, Egypt, if not Nigeria, Cameroon, if not Cameroon, if not Ivory Coast, if not Algeria, okay,
0: if not Senegal right. <laughs> down. Fair down one, to- fair one. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 it's it is a it's one of the things that happens during international tournament football. But I'm really annoyed that I will be uh, essentially in work at one o'clock because I'd very much like to sit down and enjoy that. But I will be getting out asap uh, to watch Nigeria Egypt, which. Um, you know, I, we we're going to keep covering Afcon for for pretty much uh, the, the entire month, guys. And and I think uh, time has uh, has kind of worked against us this time round. But we did want to. We're going to do a little segment on, or maybe our favorite is is more appropriate than than the best African football of all time. Because what I will testify to is that I don't have a deep historical knowledge of African players, and I, and I know historically there are tr- truly special. Um, uh, Egyptian players over time, and, uh, and 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 players that are that existed in seventies, uh, you know, African football that that are of of absolute legendary merit. But even when we spoke about this, and, and we you know maybe we'll do it next week. But by God, Mohamed Salah is one of the greatest players in the world ever, isn't he? Yeah. Like I I he, and 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 I feel like I can say that because he's just on this perpetual trajectory of brilliance and it's not a flash in the pan and like it's it's absolutely it's a joy to watch him in the Premier League and uh, you know George and uh, and Jimmy both Liverpool fans and I said to you two teams that I've watched mostly this year in the in, in the Premier is, is Liverpool and, and Tottenham and it's emotionally draining because because obviously Spurs being Spurs anytime you watch your own team but watching Liverpool is just like It's like someone constantly scaring you. You're like, oh oh my God. Whoa. Just
1: that brief moment when you wake up and you've had a nightmare and you have that second where you try and catch your breath, but extended. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, I, I, I if In fact, the, if I draw another parallel, there's. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of Stephen Stephen Wright, the uh, American one-liner comedian. He's the voice of uh, Super Sounds of the '70s, Reservoir Dogs. He's the he's the radio DJ that you hear. But he's a, he's a brilliant at one-liner, and and um and, and one of the lines is one of his gags is uh, he said he was in a bar and a, a woman asked how he's feeling. He said he turns to her and I, and I turned to her and I said. You know, where you lean back on your chair and just about as you're about to fall off, you catch yourself, and like that. that's that's how that's how they make <laughs> you constantly <laughs> constantly in that moment. And then and, the teacher says, Guinness, I knew a boy who, <laughs> who did that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, you know, to think of the the moments that he's brought to the Premier League this year, uh, yeah, just
1: absolute seminal. The fact that he those two goals, the one against Chelsea and the one against Man City, oh. and you think of the opposition he's scoring them against. And both times, yeah. it's like no one else in the league is scoring those goals, either of those goals. Just, no, yeah, unreal player in the peak moment of his career. And yeah, good luck anyone trying to stop him. Just enjoy the show.
0: It, it is, it's going to be an absolute treat. And, and I think you're right to... Um... you you know, to to hone in on what you said about Nigeria, uh, Sans Osamen, and, and Emmanuel Dennis to a degree, I don't think Emmanuel Dennis was essentially part of their plans initially. Um, Like I have listened to, to a a few, like I said, of the spaces events and there's really well informed African journalists. And, and my understanding is that Nigeria's coach is is new. Um, And, and and Dennis wasn't initially part of the previous coaches uh uh ideas or plans and and it was something that although he i i truly think he would have been a great addition um it, i think the the real the real miss is is awesome. and what a tournament this would be like for him like yeah you know you have you have loved watching him for 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 Napoli this year and and, and even from Lille as well but he would he would have been amazing wouldn't he
1: he really would and you feel like you know with Ian Ignacio and the the player that Acho has become almost this 10 mm-hmm. and this like really intelligent some of his through balls recently the way he is able to put onto his passes he just plays people through so perfectly um yeah that i feel like they would have had a really nice relationship and that sorry agalo but there's, there's just a big drop off there huge drop off you know i was a man, we're talking about the most expensive african player of all time um mm-hmm. hopefully there's players there like you you've got. Uh, on Yekia uh, you've got uh Chuck uh Chuck Muezee uh, yeah. yeah thank you from uh Villarreal. you know there Series. are exciting yes. players there so you do hope and even Ahmed Musa, I've always had a real soft spot for Ahmed Musa. I wanted it to be so much better for him at Leicester it just never quite worked out but he had he still
0: I think will correct me go on did he join after they won the title or did he yeah. work did he join when he he did? He won post. So posts. he was. Uh,
1: he yeah, joined they, they made a slew of signings, yeah. didn't they, after they won because they had Champions League football. Yeah, they had to grow their squad. So he joined after. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still, I think, really loved by Leicester fans. Um, you know, just always. Nice. Always showed something. And I think, uh, yeah, hopefully he gets, you know, it'd be just lovely to. Um, there will be stories that, you know, there always are in international from tournaments. So hopefully he can have a player like that just. You know, go on the run of their lives or something and take their their team around further than the gods say they should do
0: yeah for sure for sure um yeah that is it's it's the pick of the bunch of of next week um or of this week sorry uh on top of that you've got uh you know Tunisia versus Mali Mauritania Mauritania Goodness me, Joe! Mauritania versus the Gambia, uh, and Equatorial Guinea versus Ivory Coast. They're on. they on Wednesdays, and then and then it's already kind of back into uh, a, a kind of the, the the next set of group matches. Um, I must say I'm very excited about watching Mali play. Um, I'll, I'll let you talk maybe Ivory Coast, but, um, but th- that midfield that Mali have mm-hmm. is is absolutely just filth. Haidara, Bissouma, Junepo, uh, Samaseku, uh, Mohamed Kamara of Salzburg, like uh, two Adama Traorés—not the Adama Traoré, but another—but two Adama Traorés, one of uh, FC Sheriff. Um, yeah, that that, that I, I just just field and midfield. I think you know if Pep Guardiola was going to manage a uh, an African team, he might bump <laughs> for Mali. Because of just the absolute ballers that they have. Musa Dumbia as well, pretty decent from from Rem. Um yeah, really excited about to watch them actually. They're just it's like we were saying, these players are like central to their teams. Like and this is I, I, I just think like they're so like African football is so, so, so strong. Yeah. And and it's a joy that that's why I'm so excited about these these tourneys, this tournament man
1: yeah yeah fully um and i think uh you've got most teams have players now that we're all very familiar with we all watch week in week out and we know how good they are and i know we've kind of said that already but it's really important to emphasize that because that shows how much african football is growing and how um Mm -hmm. also i think how the talent has always been there and now we're just like clubs have better scouting um, and therefore, we're yeah. aware of these talents a little bit more. Um, so it's super exciting, and that's only going to continue to grow. Like we will we'll, we'll see, yeah. uh, I've no doubt it won't be too long before we see uh, an African World Cup winner.
0: I hope so. Well, we'll talk of African World Cup winners that surely Ivory Coast or a who a team have, have dramatically underperformed in 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 the World Cup. Um, this is a, a stacked new like like new crop of Ivory Coast footballers isn't it yeah
1: there's names throughout absolutely you've got um so defenders alone you've got Serge Aurier uh Willy Bolly of Wolves Eric Bailly Can can I just say go on
0: I would take Serge Aurier right now over Emerson Royale really controversial because he's not so defensively sound but I'm tired of watching Emerson Royale get two thirds up the pitch looking around and then passing 45 degree angle pass back because and and i don't i don't hate him i think he'll be a good in the three maybe he could play the 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 the, the right center back but um yeah he's not progressive enough going forwards and at least what uh Aurier gave us that
1: sorry and uh I, it's, it's sad isn't it that he was uh, unfortunately he was signed for nuno and that he fits the profile of a nuno fullback very very yes. well in being so sound yeah um and there's a really good player there who will thrive in the right system um and maybe yeah, definitely, definitely under the right coach um or under a different coach not that Conte isn't a good coach just wrong system wrong player for that system um yeah fans pay attention when you constantly clamor for for new managers like <laughs> there's a lot of headaches them yeah. to sort um You've 100%. got you Go want the highlight of Burnley's season, Maxwell Cornet. I absolutely love watching Cornet. Another one from I'm, I'm calling it. He's the Leon. signing of the season. Wow,
0: signing of the season. That's that's right. a big shout. Pound for pound, if he if he if he arguing. keeps Burnley up, it, well, if Burnley stay up, it's because of, because of Maxwell Cornet. And it, yeah, like he's the only good thing that that they have going on. I think it's the sign of the season.
1: Was it Cornet when he signed at the beginning of the season that kissed his Umbro badge rather than the Burnley badge? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was think it almost was. as good as Trippier's shoulder point. <laughs> Pointing to his armpits. It's where he stuffed all that cash. Ah, the internet, man. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of time I like wish I wasn't on social media and stuff, but times like There's that moments. when, yeah, just within seconds of it going up, just the internet consumes all like a plague of locusts and just ruins that image forever it's just absolutely wonderful um brilliant midfielders brilliant so you've got um jean-michel sherry seri sorry uh, ibrahim sangare alex stewart's darling um and any kind of football statisticians love uh, of psv and uh frank Cassier. everyone's please can we sign him because he's on a free um, and then Lazio's yeah, uh, yeah. Akpa Akpro as well uh, you know big names there big names um, and then up top you've got obviously oh, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on stop, sorry you missed Sassuolo's well he's no longer Sassuolo's two finest exports in long Hamed Junior Traore who I love he's very young he's only 21 but Jeremy Boga who's just signed for Atalanta
1: they were in my list like, of Jeremy attackers Boga, so. Joe oh okay <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I'm not skipping over Sassuolo they won um, like,
0: Okay. what was All their right, game on,
1: yesterday like 6 5-1 five, 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 or 6-2 yeah like insane that. game um, yeah uh, so Sebastian right, Sebastian apologies. Halle Nicholas Pepe Wilfred Zaha uh elaine Gradle Johan Bolley and uh, Jean Cousier who I am I'm, I'm familiar with those two as well as Karim Canate, but then Jeremy Berger and Christian uh Kwame from or Kwame from Andalette as well. Yeah. Like serious, yeah. serious, serious, serious attacking talent there. Imagine having I know Pepe hasn't quite like the move hasn't gone to plan at Arsenal. He was really good at Lille. Yeah, right, exactly. You mustn't forget that. And you feel oh, like there's a really good player in there. Definitely. So Hala playing in the middle of Zaha and Pepe. That could be seriously dangerous. And then if that doesn't float your boat, then you've got Hamad Troy or Jeremy Bowe get to play one of those roles as well.
0: I I just think of Zaha, and and what we've what we've seen so far is I think there might have been four penalties so far, maybe 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 a few more. Mm. Um, I think Zaha is going to have people like tying themselves up in knots, either not wanting to get near him or 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 found him and and committing. Uh, you know, offenses around the box. I think he's going to have a field day. I really hope, I really, really hope Zaha, A, plays loads and has a great time and performs and gets some like, gets some genuine joy because I often look at Wilfred Zaha and just think, you're a player that I'm not too sure where the love is in your in your game. Like, mm. you often look very annoyed with with, with kind of everyone. I'm, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I really hope I hope I am wrong, but also hope if I'm kind of right in a way, I hope like this tournament could be a balm because not only you know to represent uh, you your you know your 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 nation, your birth nation of your familiar your, your your family your patronage, and to also do it with these quality players like like a, wow, it's a hell of a team to to be built around. Yeah,
1: like Frank Kessier behind you. Like, yeah. yeah, Sangari yeah, and Cassie, Very, very so. and uh, you Oh, know, my God. Seri's having an amazing season for Fulham as well. So, you know, you, yeah, you've got it, to yeah, say I was, like, um, that's, that's perfect midfield options there. You've got to admit, like, the, the, those Fulham signings that didn't
0: come off um, <laughs> that, when, like, yeah, they were they were smart signings. It was just like the wrong signings. Like maybe it was the wrong profile of player. But Zambo and are having an amazing time, and uh, and and yeah, and uh, and like you said, uh, uh, Sari also performing really really well. It was um, making me laugh actually. That, yeah, um,
1: you had people talking about Fulham season. You know they're really going to miss their player <laughs> of the season so far. Um, if not Mitrovic, then obviously, um, but Seri and you've got Harrison Reed who will come in for him and the kind of drop-off there, you know, Harrison Reed probably lower-end Premier League, potentially higher-end championship, like that kind of player. Um, but Seri's proven himself now and you, you, you kind of think that was flipped when they were in the Premiership and you had Harrison Reed playing all the time. Yeah. Um, so, yep. yeah, crazy how yeah, things just didn't quite work out and and again, signs of different players and different managers yeah just things change yeah. so drastically
0: um i i, I am I'm, I'm a great believer and it can be very frustrating um but i i don't believe there's many really bad players out there anymore i don't i don't think you can get through academies and, and make it to these top leagues and be a bad player i think sometimes profile is wrong sometimes motivation is wrong but i think like technical ability it's like that that interview that um that Arsene Wenger gave years ago, where he said, like, the technical ability is there from six. Like, once you get past sixteen, like, technique is done. Like, you're yeah. I'm proving that. And and so and and to be at this level now, you have to be so so damn good. So yeah, maybe it is profile. And you know what? Um, no one Will, talks is, about
1: it's the mental side of things and the yeah, the attacks yeah, that for sure on these players at the minute and everything that goes along with being a footballer and COVID times and stuff. That just in life we all have to go through. And I think sometimes we could all just do a lot better job at remembering all of that. And someone like Deli Alli, you know, look at look at Lingard a couple of years ago. He was kind of in the the mm-hmm. mode that um Deli Alley is is in now and people just were ready to completely either make him the butt of a joke or write him off. And that's this yeah. No one learns from it. All the same things just happen. And we know the stories and we still just choose to ignore it. It's just sad.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um what I task you with, Will, is that I'm 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 convinced that the next tournament that needs to be created um is a is a continent uh tournament. I heard you insight talk um, about this. I loved it. I swear my life, like an African all star. Like you call it the all stars, call it whatever you want, but African All Stars could go toe to toe with every other continent and and man i like i'd I'd love to draft up
1: well, no, you, no have, one's gonna know, have the up, synergy yeah. of um salah and mane so i would like, like and and let's just throw mares in there oh what god yeah that as a front three is as frightening as it gets yeah and then you know we've already been through some of the midfield names that you've got. Uh, just yeah, good luck, good luck against Africa and and
0: and and, and I think perhaps uh, previously they might say well goalkeepers aren't very good. Well you've got Onana or you've got Edouard Mendy.
1: You can have either of those because they're really 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 good. Also Black, really I, good. I think good. the good. the goalkeepers aren't very good argument just basically falls back on racist tropes doesn't it it's an old pace and power yes it does
0: yeah 100% 100% yeah it does yeah it does Um, I think we should wrap it there Will I think we're uh, we're, we're, we've run deep into AFCON territory uh, and no doubt we're going to be revisiting it again but um, I've uh, I've very much enjoyed being able to to go over the the open salvo of games and no doubt when we come back next week we'll be able to go in a bit more depth there'll be a bit more meat on the bones we'll have had kind of almost two rounds um and and we'll get a proper feel and, and we'll be getting close to those knockout tournament the the, the the knockout matches where yeah can't cannot wait um any anything anything final from your end mate any um
1: the only thing i feel like i've got to say is sky step your game up because your coverage was really really weak um and you had one commentator on the games you had no pre-show no post-show halftime was just highlights from the first half no like studio or anything like that so um i really hope i think the bbc have some games am i right in thinking but by, by the time it gets to knockouts yeah
0: yeah that's correct yeah. so
1: hopefully due diligence is done because you know this these games deserve deserve that
0: for sure for sure i must say in uh, in a multitude of ways i think i found myself on the on the bean sport um uh, coverage which was very good very good, um, you know, uh, ex-African players. I think JJ Okocha was on on one of the panels. Nice. Um, a good, good, yeah, good mix panel uh, heads and uh, and uh, and and cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought they uh, embraced it, uh, but hopefully the BBC are watching. Like, okay, we're not going to do that.
1: It was. Uh, do you know that. what? I've almost it. forgot. It was summed up by um, Abubakar's second penalty. The commentator was you know trying to build suspense and so he started saying will he do the same thing will he go the same way and then he went genius he went the other way and it was so alan partridge partridge like, yeah <laughs> oh man it was it was painful absolutely painful
0: mm. Not good, not good. Um, yeah, we'll, well, there'll be definite improvement on that. Hopefully, fingers crossed with uh, with the other broadcasters. Um, but listeners, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, do um, do kind of interact with us on, on Twitter on uh, on Insta. We're we're posting our FootMob uh, Afcon images and uh, and testaments to the players from from many of the matches. We've got a few that have gone up today. Abubakar and uh, and Mane, um, and uh, and we'll drop a few more. But enjoy the tournament. Uh, We shall be back next week. and, uh, And, yeah, have a good one. All power to AFCON.